Welcome to the Coached Success Podcast. This podcast is aimed at connecting you with the ways top performers think about challenges so that you can adapt your thinking accordingly and live your version of ultra extraordinary. So today we have Jared, Jared Smith from Cape Town on the podcast. So Jared is from Second Chance. Um, Jared, yeah, would you yeah. like to introduce yourself to us? It? Thanks for having me on your show. Looking forward to um, chatting and uh, yeah, man, just see what comes out of it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so Jared, tell me, um, tell, or tell us, who is Jared Smith? Well, Jared Smith's a, a few things, a, a father. Uh, husband, okay. uh, motivational speaker, a life coach, um, a sports lover, um, and recently a book lover, which um, growing up, I wasn't uh, fond of reading. But as mm-hmm. you realize that reading helps you develop your mind, your heart, your soul, you become addicted to reading because you want to grow. So, yeah, I I'm a book lover too now. <laughs> I completely agree with you. Yeah, books has changed my life as well. Um, it's really powerful. Uh, yeah. Um, so Jared, so you say that you're a motivational speaker, okay, and a father. So tell me a bit about the motivational speaking that you do. So basically, we go to schools around uh, South Africa and recently Australia, and next year, or I mean this year, we're going to America and possibly Hawaii to do motivational talks. And our whole our whole aim and goal through our talks is to help people realize that they have the power to step out of their dysfunction and their booth of limitation because a lot of people feel helpless um, so we try and change their mindset and their perception um, to see this situation in a different view because if you can see it differently then you can step out of it and you can actually grow from the very thing that's holding you back so it's all about mm-hmm. giving them it's, it's equipping them with skills so that they can become the greatest version of themselves because the real you is the greatest you I completely agree with that. And that's a really awesome, awesome mission that you have there. Um, something similar to what I do. I feel very passionate about that as well, about raising people's standards, raising people's awareness and um, yeah, help, helping them change the quality of their life through equipping them with tools. Um, because yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, we haven't really been taught these things growing up. And now yeah. that we've taught it through our own struggles, it's, yeah. it's, it's our, we need to share it with people who don't have the resources. Um, to basically get the knowledge that we have. So Janet, tell me, um, what does success mean to you? Success is obviously subjective, but what does it mean to you? I think firstly, um, in the second book that I wrote, Two Billion Seconds, I actually broke this down because for a long time, I thought success was uh, a bank balance. Um, And what I came to realize recently over the last two years is success is me becoming the greatest version of myself and me developing my mindset, my resilience, and success is the way that I treat my wife and my child. Success is how I am in the community and in society. Um, yeah, success is many different things. And I, and I feel like success is also um, dealing with your opportunities to the best of your ability. Because for me, it's never about the money. If okay. you do the opportunities in front of you to the best of your ability, those opportunities create opportunities, create opportunities. The money will follow the opportunities. Okay, um, that's an awesome definition of success, and I completely agree with you. It doesn't necessarily have to be about money. 
um, it's different, yeah, it's different aspects to it. And I think that success starts with you, obviously, personally, like you say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And uh, so, Chad, yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, you, you're currently a motivational speaker, um, and you obviously go around to schools, helping, helping them, educating them about life skills and um, how they can become the best versions of themselves. Um, yeah. But tell me, what did you want to become growing up, or did you always want to become a motivational speaker? So for me, growing up, I wanted to become a professional rugby player. I loved sport. That was wow. my purpose. <laughs> I wasn't very good at school, so I had to find something. Um, so, so sport was my, was my purpose. Sport was mm -hmm. my God. That was what filled me. Um, but obviously, growing up, I made a lot of um, silly decisions that cost me a lot of things in my life. And yeah, I think yeah, for me, at the end of the day, I didn't know what I wanted to become or what I wanted mm -hmm. to do until the age of 23. So okay. growing up was a sportsman. I want that was my that was my dream. Okay, okay. So you say that it was your dream initially, but um, it changed because you felt a bit lost. And at around about the age of twenty three, you discovered your passion. Is that correct? Yeah, I think I mm -hmm. think I always I think I knew from the age of twenty that I wanted to help people, mm -hmm. but I didn't know how that vision looked. Uh, I hadn't I didn't have clarity. Okay. Um, and as I got closer to the age of twenty three, twenty four, the clarity of my vision sort of came together um, and that's where I realized there's certain things I need to change and do differently mm -hmm. in order for me to fulfill that vision. Okay. And tell me, how did you get this clarity? How did you gain this clarity? Did you have a role model or mentor or how did you, how did you so find for, information? So for me, it was a few different things. I think for me, it was also my, 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 my faith, number one. Mm -hmm. um, I became a Christian. Um, that helped me. I had the right people around me because you, you must understand that the people you choose to be in your circle will either infect you or inspire you. And those yep. people that you choose to, to be around you will create an atmosphere, an environment of winning, of success or yes. failure. So I, to, I to surround my peop, my, myself around people that created the right atmosphere for me to win. Uh, and that changed a lot for me. Okay, and how did you, so tell me a bit about your upbringing firstly, and how did you start to find these type of people, people that actually oh, raised your standards? Okay, for me growing up, I, I grew up in a good home, but a lot of things happened. I was sexually abused when I was six and 12. Um, okay. I was under a lot of pressure to perform because my, my parents were high achievers. I wasn't very good at schoolwork, so I excelled. I overcompensated with the sport, but I always felt like there was something missing inside of me. Um, and that's why I got involved in risky behavior and made yep. bad decisions so I could fit in. But that's a whole different story. Um, but I think coming towards the end where I started getting clarity on my vision was that I knew that I wanted to change the world. I knew that I wanted to make an impact. I knew that I wanted to use my time wisely. And I started looking at people uh, that were more successful than me, but mm -hmm. had the same values, but they thought differently. Now, now I know that's sort of out the box, because a lot of people say, hang around with like-minded people. That's yes. not the truth. You hang around with people that have the same values, but think differently because they will stretch your thinking. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously in that way, so you're yeah, also growing. 100%. Because yeah. if it's all the same thinking, then you don't grow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So tell me, how, how did you discover? You said you always knew around about about the age of 20 to, to 24, you discovered that you wanted to help people. But how, yeah. how did your challenges frame or how did it give you the platform to actually 
step forth and get the confidence and the and develop the skill to actually step forth and say, you know what? Um, because you said about your 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 history that um, you obviously had a tough time. You you also faced your fair share of adversities and stuff growing up, but yeah. you obviously then it was a time where you had to shift your perspective um, in order to actually yeah. do what you're doing. How did you manage to do yeah. that? Well, I think I'm grateful for my pain and my trauma and my mm -hmm. rock bottom that made me realize, that gave me the revelation. I think sometimes pain uh, helps us to look at our priorities in a different view. So mm -hmm. I looked at my life. I mean, I was homeless, uh, living on three crates in a cardboard box, injecting wow. into my arms, um, washing myself out of a basin once every three days. And I realized I don't want to die at the age of 23. And I've been to rehab eight times, uh, been arrested seven times. So, you know, there was no hope for my life. People told me I was going to die young. Um, but something shifted for me. And, and again, part of that story was my faith. But my eyes just opened, man. It's almost like someone had switched the light on in a dark room. And okay. I realized that I wanted something more from life. So my pain became the fuel to my purpose. If that makes sense? Yes, it, it does make it's sense. It's the very mm -hmm. thing that shifted me to want to become the greatest version. It, it literally, it was like a fire that was started. Okay. Um, because I'd seen, I had seen the dark side. I'd been on death's mm -hmm. door. I, I know what that looks like. And I didn't want to go any further. Um, and then from there, I just, I ran, bro. I ran towards it and I was hungry <laughs> and I'm still hungry. I'm getting hungry that. every day. I love that. I love that. I love that. So, I love that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so basically that obviously just shows that, you know, you have the, the mindset shift instead of, being a victim to your past and the challenges you faced, yeah. which you previously were obviously when you were in the situation that you said, living, um, yeah. not having a place to live. And then yeah. you shifted to become to a more empowering state and saying, listen, you know, I'm, I'm here to help people. I want to create a better me so that I can actually help people. And that, that's, yeah. that's beautiful. I applaud you for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Jared, there's a common common misconception that, you know, that after you decide you're going to go after your dreams, that everything will just go your way. You won't be failing or anything. Tell me a bit about any challenges that you faced or any failures that you faced and how you managed to think about them and overcome them. I think I faced many failures. I mean, I started my own organization uh, in 2010. And, okay. uh, you know, when you start something, mm -hmm. um, there's always lessons. Yes. And again, I always, I always say the labels you use will determine the language you live. Exactly. So however you label your, 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 your situation, if it's a, if it's something that's going to help you grow and you call it an opportunity, you label it that mm -hmm. then every time you see an opportunity, you want to grow. If you label it as a problem, then you're going to be like, Oh man, depressed. So I always labeled my things in a way that helped me um, grow and, and, and kept me motivated. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I failed a lot. I learned a lot of hard lessons, but I always say that it's important to have a winning mindset. You're either winning or you're learning because you're never losing when you're learning. So keep mm -hmm. learning, then you always win. So it's like, I always looked at my situations and asked myself, what could I extract from this to make me a better person and make my organization better? And because I kept doing that, we kept growing and developing. And that's the only reason why we are where we are today. Um, but I mean, you choose the wrong people. You choose people based on ability and not character. And then you yes. learn hard lessons there. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you get fixated on the money when it starts growing and you lose sight of what's important and you've got to be, you've got to sort of be brought back to, to, to earth. And there's, you know, you have those moments where you sort of get drift off. So I, 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 I lost sight 
two or three times. Okay. Um, you know, we got sponsored by clothing people and a lot of money started coming in and then you sort of get fixated on that. Um, but again, okay. all lessons. All lessons, yes. man. I love that. I love that you said it's lessons. Once again, the way you frame it, that's important. Yeah. And um, tell me, you obviously, you say, because you're homeless, you reach a rock bottom. So any yeah. failure was never going to be as tough as that. Is that also no. a way that you framed it that helped you keep going? I, I think, I think, I think, I think unconsciously, mm -hmm. whenever I face something from that point, yes, somehow my body probably measures it, measures it from that. Like when, when I face things in my life, I don't find many things uh, bother me too much. Okay. I don't stress a lot. I don't worry. I don't create that sort of culture in my heart or my mind. Because, you know, we get conditioned by what we allow into our lives. We normalize mm -hmm. things that are actually abnormal. But, but yeah, man, I think you're right. I, I think it, anything I face these days, it, it's, it's no comparison to where I've been. Exactly. Um, so I'm grateful for my past. Eh? And that's powerful. Because once again, you're using that as a frame to actually help you propel you towards your yeah. dreams. Um, 100%. And that's beautiful. And it's, it's beautiful the work that you're doing. I really do love that. Thank you, bro. So tell me, what advice do you have for anybody who's currently feeling stuck at this point, who's currently stuck in a victim's mentality? I think it's important to surround yourself with people that you know are going to be honest with you from a place that they want you to grow. I think a lot of times we are stuck because we have blind spots. Um, yes. We can't see some of the, the invisible behavior the invisible thoughts. I think sometimes so often we get so used to something that eventually it becomes part of us and we can't see it anymore. So firstly, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to give you honest feedback. They're going to help, help you see what you need to see mm -hmm. in order for you to change that very thing. And I think what's important is it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how many times you've messed up, failed, or what your situation is. You may be feeling guilty or regretful right now, but you've got to transition that regret into the lesson so you can start feeling better about your situation. Um, mm -hmm. and, I, and I think it's all about quality decisions. What can you do differently right now? What one step can you take out of that mess that's going to move your life into a new direction? That's about being practical, man. If you can't be yes. practical, you're never going to change. Mm -hmm. um, so don't lose hope. No matter how dark your life is right now, you can change that around. It's all about the quality decisions that you are willing to make. Willingness to wins make. the war, bro. <laughs> I yeah. love it. love it. Okay. And then, uh, so obviously, when you decided to go on this path, there were certain sacrifices you had to make. Tell me, what are, the, what, yeah. what are the top sacrifices you had to make in your career or in your life? I think you, 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 you give up. You, you have to give up something to gain something. Yes. So you've got to give up sort of moments of pleasure to gain momentum and purpose. Um, so I, I found this journey that I've been on, I had to give up certain things that I would normally do, you know, go out with friends all the time, mm -hmm. socialize all the time, spend late nights watching Netflix, um, doing all those things that people enjoy. You've got to be, you've got to spend your time differently. The thing is this, you can't buy time yet. We're spending it like we can. Yes. You each, we each have a certain amount of time every day, but you have to use those wisely if you want to see something in your life. So I just sacrifice, I would say, moments of pleasure, moments of good times, moments mm -hmm. of fun. You have to give that up 
in order to gain a momentum in your life and fill your life with things that are going to shift and change things within you so that your life can be different. Okay. And tell me, Janet, has there any be, ever been a point um, in your career where you actually felt like an imposter, where you felt like these people are listening to me, but um, I don't even feel like I'm that particular person who they're supposed to be listening to or look up to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we all go on that journey, bro. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's happened a few times where you might be in a, in a space where, you know, you, you're fighting your own demons, but yet you're still teaching people. Okay. And you almost feel fake. But at the end of the day, we have to still teach because we can't, we can't deprive people of a life lesson just because we're struggling. Yep. That's, that's sort of the truth. That's the sort of the truth that I spoke into my lies, into my mind, um, because self-talk is so important. So like I would say to myself, even though I'm struggling, even though I feel like an imposter, these people still need truth for their own lives. So let me still give it mm -hmm. to them. And that helped me feel better. Okay. Um, so it's not a nice feeling though. You, you, you feel down, you feel anxious, mm -hmm. you feel depressed. Um, but you know, it's a season, bro. Yeah. How many people do, go, do experience that? Even the most successful people, they experience, they experience moments of, in, of feeling like an imposter. Like are they really, yeah, yeah, really worthy of what they're doing? Yeah, um, 100%. Yes. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. So um, tell me, Chad, what, what, what is your vision going forward with your organization or with your, your mission I think my, it's the same as when I first started, man. It's mm -hmm. like a broad, it's a broad thing. It's about, I want to, I want to change the world. I don't know how that looks. So yeah. for me, when opportunities come for me to speak, I go and speak and I give it all. And that's it, man. My vision is just to change people's lives. So if that's going from place to place, like we've mm -hmm. been doing, keep doing that. Um, if it's one person at the shop that needs something, some good word of encouragement, be sensitive to what they need. So it's just, it's, just helping bro and inspiring yeah. beautiful beautiful and and tell me um where you are right now is is looking back do you have any regrets would you change anything anything about your past like you said you were homeless you were were in prison seven times is that correct you were arrested seven times yeah arrested seven yeah. times yeah yeah and in rehab eight times yeah, yeah. So is there anything that you would change about your past looking back now and where you're at I think right I get now? This question. Yeah. I think I get this question a lot, especially at the schools. And obviously for me and you, we know the answer is no, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't change anything. But when you say that to, to people at schools, they're like, oh, what do you mean you wouldn't yes. change it? Because everything I've been through made me who I am right now. Exactly. So, so there's no regret because I transition the regret into a lesson and then I, it just helps me to grow, man. And it's, 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 it's motivational. Mm -hmm. Okay. And tell me about speaking engagements. You say that like, that's what you do. You love motivational speaking. But yeah. when you started out, did you, did you have any struggles, personal struggles in terms of this in your, um, in terms of your confidence, getting on the stage and actually speaking in front of a group of people? Cause I know it's a common fear. I think to be honest with you, mm -hmm. um, I didn't really struggle with that that much. I did drama okay. at school, so that helped a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, so, got, so I was being prepared before I even knew it. But anyway, um, is that, but we all have fear. You know, you mm -hmm. all, we all have this, this voice in our minds. Are we going to meet the standard that people are looking for? Are we going to mm -hmm. perform well? You know, are we going to preach well? Is it going to be good enough? I think those are the sort of questions that play in your mind and heart. And I think in the beginning, man, 
like when I first started this, it was more about me sharing my story. Yes. And I was comfortable with that. But nine years later, I share like 5% of my story and I just work off that and I teach people. Um, So I've grown a lot in my sort of speaking ability. Okay. um, If if, if I say it like that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we we have our moments where we go through seasons where we feel anxious, you know, is what we're saying, is it actually changing people's lives or or people just Mm -hmm. sitting there like nodding their head? (laughs) So we go through those, bro, but it's part of our development. eh? And also, like you said previously about the the fact that um, when people ask you, will you change anything in the past? It's very difficult um, to say. But most people I know won't change. Who's obviously who has a growth mindset? They won't change the past because it's made them who they are today. Um, Hundred percent. Yeah. And then, Jared, so you mentioned earlier that you love reading and that readings um, provide you with so much insight and knowledge. Do you want to share maybe your top three books? Off your head that you have off your head at this point? I think for me, um, there's Battlefield of the Mind. Mm-hmm. It's written by a lady by the name of Joyce Meyer. She's okay. one of the most famous preachers. Uh, and she literally, the book, it's quite a big book, but it's all about retraining the way you think. Okay. Um, and there's a book by J- John Gray. It's called Winning Within. Okay. And there's one about healthy boundaries. Uh, what's his name now? Doctor? I can't remember his name. It's all about boundaries, but um, Henry Cloud. I'm mm-hmm. sure you might have heard of him. Henry, Henry Cloud. Cloud. So yeah, no, I'm not so, familiar. Yeah, he, he's yeah. You must check him out. He's got. I'll some check him out. Stuff, bro. I'll definitely it's check him out. All about healthy boundaries mm-hmm. and mindset, and he, he he almost says like, you know, if you don't deal with your past, you're gonna project your past onto your present, and you're mm-hmm. literally gonna gonna become a slave to your future. So he speaks like that. So it makes you think. Um, so yeah, he, he's, 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 he's amazing. So those are my top three, I would say. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. Cause I love reading as well. And then you said you wrote two books. Do you want to tell us about your books? So my first book is all mm-hmm. about my life. Um, you know, coming from the home I did and all the things that I did, um, and getting to that place. Like I said, you know, we, I did so many crazy things in my life, um, that mm-hmm. I thought I'd never, ever do. So I wrote a story to help people. It's like, a, it's, it's about my life, but it's also in, in that book, it's about teaching people about making different choices, you know, creating hope, um, building resilience. Um, and that, and, and that book's done well. I mean, we, we sold about over 5,000 of those books over the last wow. seven years um, at the talks. It's a lot and it's self-published. I'm not anybody that's famous, but okay. it's, it's obviously, it's obviously work. People want it all the time. Um, and then the second book I wrote was called 2 billion seconds. And basically that's about, if you live until 70 years old, you will experience 2 billion seconds in your whole life. It's all about okay. how are you using your time. Um, so that's like a small motivational book. Okay. And then back to, back to your mindset. I just want to know when you are dealing with struggles or any challenges, because we're human beings, challenges are going to arise. What are the things you tell yeah. yourself to actually fight through another day and to continue going and continue seeking the next level and just fighting down the, the boundaries you've set up? I think for me, it's two things. I think it's because my mind is always looking at what can I learn, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's in that moment, even though it's tough, I'm still, I'm, I'm still inspired. I'm, 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 I'm on the alert. I'm looking, Hey, what gift can I take out of this? So, so already it's, it's not as stressful as it should be. And, okay. and I think also what I, what I say to myself is that this is just a season, you know, this is just yes. something I have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and everyone goes through things. So that basic truth 
literally motivate you like okay cool it's, it's gonna end it's not gonna last uh let's keep pushing let's keep learning yeah and that's it bro okay beautiful Jared. thanks thanks for your time and for inspiring us and basically for the work that you're doing i was going to applaud you for the work that you're doing such an incredible mission that you have helping these young kids and the younger generation basically develop their minds and understand the importance of actually developing the inner world because that's something that's yeah. not focused on in society. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, 100%, so, just, yeah. so well done on that and keep doing what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> thank, and thanks, thanks, thanks so much for having me, bro. And well done to you on starting this platform so that you can also change people's lives yeah. through this. So keep going. Thanks, bro. man. Thanks so much, eh? <laughs> awesome. Thanks so Shout much. Through, eh? Thanks, eh? Okay. And that was Jared Smith from Second Chance Foundation. You can find out more about him and the work that he does at secondchance.co.za. That is 2ND for second hyphen chance, C-H-A-N-C-E dot C-O.za. So that is secondchance.co.za. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. This is a weekly podcast. So tune in every Monday to get your dose of inspiration that will help guide you in designing your version of an extraordinary life. This is Kyle Daniels wishing you an amazing day. Stay winning.